all in the quest for reward. Instantly, you ought to know what the Spirit is saying. This is the time you should be on a journey, a quest, an adventure for reward. Particularly if you have been serving the Lord. The scripture is this, Matthew 19 and verse 27 from the Passion Translation. It says, then Peter blurted out, after following the Lord, after being through a lot, after sticking with the vision, he said, here we are. We've given up everything to follow you. What reward will there be for us? There is a time after you have followed hard with the Lord. When you have joined church. When you have given. That you have a right to say here we are on this Sunday morning again. We have given up everything to follow the Lord. What reward will there be for us? Now if it wasn't the apostle Peter that said this. Somebody would have said it's a sacrilege. And if there wasn't a verse to follow it, somebody will have said that I know the Lord will rebuke this fellow whoever said such an outrageous, confrontational thing. But surprisingly, Jesus did not rebuke Peter, but he answered. I want to read his answer in verse 29 from the Easy Bible translation. I want to read that answer. And this is what Jesus answered to that outrageous, courageous, audacious question that some of us are afraid to ask. Jesus said some people have left their home or they may have left their brothers and sisters. They may have left their mother or father or they may have left their wife or their children or their fields. They, they have done that because of me. God will give those people many more things than they left behind even a hundred times more what kind of amen is that and after they die they will live forever with God now pay attention some people used to say that reward is in heaven he says they will receive a hundred times more and after they die so that tells you it is here then when you're done with that you now live forever with God now can I ask you if you are ready you're so patient you want to receive all your reward in heaven please let me be enjoying it for you till that time comes can I get somebody who will volunteer to say I want pastor help me be enjoying my own when I get to heaven, I will go and collect it. Is there anybody like that here? How many of us know that God is a rewarder? How many of us are ready for the reward? How many of us have been waiting for the reward? Now tell three people for me that you are due for some plentiful rewards from God. Pamilary, you are due for some plentiful reward from God. No, 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 no. You need to move away from some people who are not looking happy. You move to some people who are happy to release this blessing into your life. You are due for some plentiful reward from the Lord. Now, touch yourself. Say, I am due. No, point to me. Say, I am due for some plentiful reward from the Lord. And today will be the beginning of the manifestation of my reward. Say amen for me. Father, we thank you this morning because you are such a wonderful father. You never hide good things from us. Even in our religiosity that we have served, you have delivered us from the mindset of slaves and you have given us the inheritance of sons and daughters. Thank you for your word which will become live and profitable unto us to the glory of your name. We pray with thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name. Now sit down if you know that you are entitled to some plentiful reward.
This morning I'm excited to bring you this word. I want to thank Pastor Yomi for setting the calendar right about two or three weeks ago at the Monday prayer meeting, which some of you should join. He started talking about reward. And I realized this is the time. You see, when you walk in the spirit, one of the things that happens is that you can tell when this is the voice of God, even if it's a child speaking. That audacity that until you say something, it is not said, it is not from God. As soon as I heard it in the Monday prayer meeting, I knew God was speaking. Now, back to my text, all in the quest for reward. Peter, the number one apostle. Thank God he spoke because I would never have had the audacity to be able to bring up this subject. But whatever was said to the Lord directly and the Lord answered it directly, you better know that it is a settled matter. For me, my reward is a settled matter. Peter said, here we are. After all this time, we have given up everything to follow. Even when he caught a lot of fish, Bible says he left the fish and followed Jesus. And so the question is, what reward will there be for us? And Jesus said, God will give those people many more things than they have left behind, even to a hundred times more. And after they die, after enjoying all the reward, can you say amen? For a long time, they will live forever with God. You see, the things we're talking about reward, let me make this clear. Because some of people, the spirit of religion is really, really terrible. Some people, by saying this, you don't understand the reward he's talking about. You don't need it in heaven. He says, after that, you will live forever in heaven. Heaven does not respond to the currency of the world. Heaven, you do not need a car. You do not need to transfer the title of your house here. No! Heaven is provided for, but right here, there are rewards that God wants you to enjoy and we will enjoy those things in Jesus' name. It says you will receive even a hundred times more. You don't need a husband in heaven. You don't need a wife. Come on now. You don't need children. We're all children of God. Well, if you don't have children here, don't get to heaven and start asking the Lord, where is my reward of children? Okay, if you don't get married here, there's no marriage in heaven. Why are you all looking at me like that? Can I tell you something? There's no going on a cruise, a summer cruise with your children on the, on, on, in the Mediterranean. There's nothing like that. We have the lake of life. You better do it now. Hello? Why are you all quiet? Like the older brother of the prodigal son he never had a party there's no party like that you better have your party now some of you are not dressing nice listen you better dress nice now you are going to be robed in righteousness there there's no fashion there better (laughs) okay I will help you enjoy your own Hello, do you know what? You don't need cars and chariots of fire. Any car, you don't drive here, bad day. Any husband, you don't marry here, bad day. Can I go? Any enjoyment, you don't enjoy, that is earthbound, bad day. Those are the rewards for serving God. interest you in the reality this is the ideal but the reality is never usually matches with the ideal now let us go to the reality on ground take me multimedia to first kings chapter 19 i want to read verses 19 to 21 i want to show you how the issue of reward becomes a problem in reality even though it is settled in this in a spiritual sense i want to talk to you about the man who served god called elisha How many of you know Elisha? Elisha was the servant of Elijah and he did double the miracles. But let us check the reward 
problem. My sermon is still on the subject of in the quest for, re, uh, for reward. The Bible says, Elijah departed from where he had an encounter with the Lord and said, I'm not doing this thing anymore. And the Lord said, go and anoint uh, Elisha. And found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. And he was with the 12th set of oxen. This guy was a big farmer. Then Elijah passed by him and did what? He threw his mantle on him. I want you to remember that. The mantle didn't fall. He threw it on him. And the mantle meant you are needed by the Lord. Let's go on. The next verse. And so when that happened, Elisha left the oxen and did what? And ran after Elijah. That is the spirit. Once God calls you, you leave what you're doing and run. He didn't walk after Elisha and said, please, please, please let me kiss my father and my mother. You remember the scripture? Whoever leaves father and mother. And then I will come and follow you. But Elijah, Elijah said to him, Go back again for what I have done to you. Okay, if you must. That's what it means. So Elisha turned back from Elijah and then took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and boiled their flesh with the oxen equipment and gave it to the people you want to change over okay and gave it to the people and they ate then he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant I want you to understand this the man was carrying on his mechanized agric business just like you Elijah comes along and throws his mantle on the man Glory to God. Glory to God. Can you hurry up and turn this thing on? I will throw my mantle on you now. Which means you leave your mother and follow me. <laughs> and so this is what happened. Please listen to me. I want to use Elisha as an example of the believer who served God. He was doing well in his business, mechanized, large-scale farming. Elijah came without announcement, threw the mantle on him, and the fellow said, please, let me just kiss my mother and father. I say, the life don't change you. He said, really? Okay, you better hurry up. He killed the oxen took the yoke to boil the meat and gave the food out meaning he's not coming back a total following the lord which is what we're supposed to do so he arose and followed elisha read the last four words with me and come on now and no 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 you're not in church yet and and became his servant from being a master of his own business he became a servant. Are you with me? Now that is the reality on ground. And now in 2 Kings chapter 3 and verse 11, Elisha was described in the B part as Elisha the son of Shaphat who poured water on the hands of Elijah. From being a master in his business, he became what? the servant of Elijah and the one who poured water on the hands of Elijah. The message Bible says Elisha the son of Shaphat the one who was Elijah's right hand man. The one who took his equipment to boil his animals that he used for his business and gave it out and followed him. 
Now let me ask you. Does such a man deserve reward or not? Let me try this side. Does such a man deserve reward or not? If that was your husband, what would you say? If that was your son, what would you say? He deserves a reward. Now let us see what happened when it was time for Elisha to be rewarded. I'm talking about the subject in the quest for reward. Because some people think because I have earned the reward, how come I don't have it? It is a matter of fact that because I earned it, I must have it. It doesn't work like that. The reality check today is going to take us to Warfare Wednesday when we are going to contend for our reward. Second Kings chapter 2. I'm going to read verses 1 to 15. And multimedia, please stay with me. Flip the um, page when I need it. And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal, which means he had served, and this was a time for the handing over. Let's see what happened. Then Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, please. He even said please. For the Lord has sent me unto Bethel, which means you are not in the script anymore. Your service should terminate here. But Elisha, not Elijah, but Elisha said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. Why? In the quest for reward. So they went down to better. Now the songs of the prophets who were better came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over, from over you today? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Which means I am so focused on my quest for reward. I am not going to be distracted by your gossip and your rumors. TGI, rumors, gossip and gist. Focus. When it is time for reward, don't get distracted. That's the message. Let's go. So then Elijah said to Elisha, Elisha, stay here, please. For the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. But the man who is in the quest for reward, the man that understands that a laborer is worthy of his reward, said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. Some people live at the wrong time, and you leave your reward behind. I will not leave you. Miraculously, Elisha did not spark. The first time going to Bethel, he did not spark. When it's time to go to Jericho, the man says, I'm not going, he did not spark. Which kind of master will tell the servant, go back the first time, go back the second time, and the fellow says, I will not leave you, that will not spark. What did Elijah know that did not allow him to spark? Hello? Which of you masters will tell your servant, stay here, I'm going to Victoria Island. He says, I will follow you next time. Jumps in your car and refuses to go. You go again, say, come down. He said, if you don't spark, it's because you know something. I'm going somewhere with this message. Then Elijah said to him, so they came to Jericho. Okay? Now the sons of the prophet who were in Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, you have served in vain, no? <laughs> do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today it is the end of the road and nothing gonna happen rumors gossip and gist is not what you need to hear when it is time for reward and so the man oh God bless you <laughs> the man who was in the quest for reward said to him said to them yes I know keep silent that keep silent is a very nice way the bible puts it what he says is shut up there are some voices in the day of reward there's some voices you need to tell them shut up many of you live too quickly from the person 
whose, whose, with whom your reward is with. Can you believe it was the man that had the reward that said, stay here, don't follow me. Stay here, don't follow me. And some people say, because you said something, now you sabi, I they call, follow my own goal. Fa, fa, fa. said to him again please stay here please for the Lord sent me on to Jordan how many times has he told him to stay how many times has he told him to stay I'm talking about the story of your life how many times has he told you to stay three times but the man who was in the quest for a reward the man that had understanding of the time there's a time to sow and there's a time to reap there's a time to gather and there's a time to scatter May you not continue to sow and miss your harvest in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But, you see, you see, when you know, when you are in the spirit, when you are led of the spirit, you will know when is the time to be silent and the time to speak up. Your boss says something, he countered it, he says, as the Lord leaves, who is senior to you? And as your soul leaves, I will not leave you. Forget that matter. There are times you need to forget some matters. There are some times you need to tell some people, forget that matter. I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Again, for the third time, the master did not spark. When you are walking in the spirit, when you challenge some authority, they will not say anything because they know better. And 50 men, the sons of the prophet, went and stood facing them at a distance. Because they sensed some clash was going to happen. Somebody's time for reward has arrived. The person who has reward is either in the flesh, I don't know what is doing him, but there is a conflict in our lives at this point in time. If you don't know, if you don't know that in the spirit is a time for you be, to be on the quest for reward, you will turn back. And this man were watching. It was a grand arena. Whether you know it or not, the principalities and powers are watching your life. The Bible says we're surrounded by a large host of witnesses. And they stood facing them at a distance. Said nothing. They want to see whether you die without reward. And get to heaven and say, I want to marry. I want to have child. The Lord said, not here. You missed your chance. That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. While the two of them stood by the Jordan, only two left. And the witnesses are all around. May the witnesses not end up laughing at us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They told him it is done. So they wanted to see the year, year that was going to end Elisha's ministry. The sons of prophets were like Elisha, trainee prophets. The enemies of a man, they're those of his household. The people that will laugh you to scorn are the people closest to you. Now Elijah, when they got to the Jordan, took his mantle. Remember, when he met Elisha, he threw the mantle on the man. He knew how to throw the mantle then. He had taken the mantle back because that's where the reward and the power is. He took his mantle, rolled it up and struck the water and the water just like it was in the days of the Red Sea, was divided this way and that way so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Are you listening to the sermon there? Because if you're listening, you will know where I'm at. And so it was that when they had crossed over, that Elijah said to Elisha, uh -uh. before he was instruction, stay stay okay if he had stayed come on now if he had stayed you knew you wanted to give him something you did not ask him to ask you are telling him to stay and you are going to go away first to better let's say that's where they were Bethel is here um, Jericho is here and Jordan is there so he went three cities away from where he told the man 
anything that will make you stay in the wrong place where you can never receive your reward cancel in the name of the Lord Jesus and so it was when they had crossed over Oga, don't stop following until you cross over don't stop following until you cross over it does not matter how you feel it does not matter what anybody said if he did not wait the word crossover is crossover from when you used to labor to when you will harvest because that is the time the voice of reward will speak and ask him the same mouth that he used to say stop don't follow me. The same answer. Ask what may I do for you before I am taken away from you. Listen to me. Listen to me. He didn't say what will I do for you when I am taken away. Before I am taken away. If you miss what I'm about today, I don't know anybody that can help you. Ask what I may do for you. What I may do, which means it is in my power. God has given me to give you. There are some people, they have what is yours and they were supposed to give you. Which question are you asking me? If God gave it to you to give it to me, wait it be this question, just give me. After all, you said I should stay behind. After all, you said it again. If I had listened to you, will I be here? Why are you still asking me questions? Go ahead and be a blessing. But the man did not bless. The lesson here is don't trust me. You better hear God and yourself. what am I doing for you before I am taken away and you are going to be taken away soon so if you don't do it now come on now when are you going to do it and Elijah said let me try you maybe Baba you will repent can I tell you something man is man and God is God man can disappoint you David's father Jesse disappointed David he did not remember him in the day they were looking for a king. Many people have disappointed me. It says, let me test you. Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Give me the next verse. And he said, you have asked a hard thing. Please let me ask you, is it in the hand of Elijah to give a double portion of what he could not manufacture. His own anointing, did he manufacture it? Look at the arrogance. I if you are the one going to be. It is your hand to give it to me. But the man in the quest for reward is so focused and so calm. When David got to the battle of Goliath, it was in a quest for reward. Before he went to the battle, he said, what will the king give to the man who kills? What is the reward? So his brother came to antagonize him, to irritate him, to make him lose focus. I keep talking about in your quest for reward, be focused. He said, who did you leave your small ship with? In the insolence of your heart, you have come here to watch kings like us and generals like us. You are a shepherd of few sheep and so on. To rile him so that he loses focus and starts to fight his brother instead of fighting Goliath where the reward is. There are some battles you fight, there's no reward. There are some people you fight, you follow, there's no reward. If as bad as Elijah may sound, it is by following Elijah that you will be entitled to a reward. Please, not everybody you follow will bring a reward for you. And the person you follow that's supposed to bring the reward for you may not give it to you. But if you remain in the quest for reward, God who saw you when you started will visit you. Come on now. He said, you're asking her thing. Is it you that's going to do it for me? No, 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 no. You may be the courier service. It's not you. What I want is not your power to do for me. 
you have asked and nevertheless if you see me when I'm taken from you it shall be so for you if not it shall not be so who has spoken when Jehovah has not spoken in the quest for reward oh baby shine your eye be focused on what you know God has spoken concerning you it is not every voice you respond to then it happened when I started reading it says then it happened that when he was uh, he was plowing the, 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 the man of God came then it happened as they continued on and talked please I want to ask you what is there to talk about please now come on what is there to talk about the talk started from stay behind stay behind stay behind ask for me what I may do for you. Ask when you should be blessing me. Is it not you I was pouring hand water out your hand all this time? Is it not you that I was doing PA for? Is it not you that I was polishing your shoes? Is it not you I was carrying your bag? You are still telling me ask. You don't know what you should give me? Thank God. God knows what I deserve. As they talked. Talk about what? Their talking made no sense because heaven did not take recognition of the conversation as if as an intrusion the bible says and suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses and swept the man of god who was talking what god didn't send him to say swept him away and separated the two of them and elijah did what what elijah did what he went up he didn't say hey stop the chariots Shut up. he didn't say oh, stop there they, this man you are the one that told you told me to go and anoint him you are the one that made him leave his business you are the one that saw him serving me stop it is not in the character of god from for god not to bless this man nothing elijah went some people will went when they're supposed to be blessing you went up by the whirlwind but just because somebody disappoints in my quest for reward God will not disappoint verse number 12 says and Elijah saw it Elisha saw it you know the way I'm rubbing my head if it was you the man has gone with the chariots follow 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 ask what i will do for you if you see me okay i have seen you when you are going is that not what you said is that not what elijah said if you see me when i'm going you will receive it did elijah say anything did elijah stop the horses he just went you know can i tell you something about human beings when it's time for them to go higher they may not remember you What's going on in church this morning when it was time for Elijah to go higher nothing came to his mind except what he was going to get he forgot Elijah that's the truth he said if you see me I'll give you he didn't speak to God he didn't speak to the horses he didn't even wave it's time for you to be blessed do you remember me people just move on it's better now Elijah went on and Elijah went on and Elijah saw it and cried okay some people felt that means he shouted did he say shouted how do you cry my father upon all that you said my father even the chariots of Israel and the husband you know that he did not give me the reward and so Elijah saw Elijah no more he must have thought all the years I got business that I folded mother and father that I don't see anymore is that it 
And that's how some people are feeling, but that's not God. And then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them. Does that not sound like anguish? When David tore his clothes, it was anguish. It was misery. It was sadness. Nobody tears their clothes when they're happy. And tore his clothes in two pieces. Meaning, ah! Shorty tore. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that Elijah had led for him. Are you not reading with me? He also took the mantle of Elijah that Elijah had left for him. That Elijah threw to him when he was going. He was going with the mantle. And the breeze of Jehovah blew the mantle away. When he met me, he could throw his mantle on me. He knows how to throw the mantle. This time, he didn't even drop it. How much more throw? He was going up with it. Anybody that wants to go away with my reward, Lord, something will shell in the name of the Lord Jesus. Wheresoever you have labored, if anybody wants to go with your reward, heaven will answer for you. Let your amen sound like thunder. anything after his toys clothes he was already naked because truly he has he has made himself naked in front of the sons of the prophet who told him nothing is going to come out of it you are not going to get a reward hey that's it that's it by the time he looked around he saw the mantle Elisha understood the power of that mantle. When Elisha put the mantle on him, Elisha didn't say what to him. So don't tell me he didn't understand when Elijah was holding on to a mantle. You don't need a mantle in heaven. He understood. When he was saying, I will not stop following you, he was eyeing the mantle. Listen, you'll be a compound fool if you don't hide the better thing that you know that God has in store for you. Some people preach some nonsense and say it is long throat. No, 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 no. A laborer is worthy of his wages. If you're in church, you don't have children, you're always I find children. It is okay. None shall be in our land because the Lord has blessed our water and our bread Ruth when she was told go and sleep under where Boaz was sleeping oh you think she not get eye when she reached Israel when she saw Boaz tall dark and handsome driving a Bentley having a business a beg anything that is part of God's reward for you I the thing well well God will give you your own in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Eli- listen Elisha must have been saying ah, Baba when you met me it was mantle you threw me you didn't say what to me why are you talking now you know action Elisha is actual man. Look at the prophets of Baal. The man is an actual man. Why is it that when it comes to my own time of reward, you're not an actual man anymore? Why is it that all? You know, that's why on Wednesday, we must contend for our own reward. He took the mantle that had fallen. The word fall. A mantle is something you wrap around yourself. Something first unwrapped it and flung it in the right direction. You know, when wind blows, it says he went up in a whirlwind. Do you know what a whirlwind is? Shh. It 
should have the whirlwind picks up things and takes it up against every law of nature for something so light that the wind should be, be able to carry it's not like this speaker a very light material against the laws of nature God bless the one with the reward that he was entitled to do. let me prophesy whatever God has to do whosoever is sitting on your reward any reward that belongs to grace assembly any one of us the lord will cause the law of nature to be suspended and reversed so that whatever is our own we fall to us we fall on our ground we fall into our lives in the name of the lord jesus christ what kind of amen is that amen the sons of prophets they stood in front of the jordan they came to spectate warfare yeah yeah let me interpret that they want to see the spectacle of the man who said he was serving god you do it. let me announce to you when you serve god there are people that don't serve god they want to see you disgraced they stood there they didn't go i'll show it to you so they were thinking he was going to come back naked he had torn his clothes you know whatever i lose will be compensated by what God will give me. The mantle was big enough to cover his nakedness and was powerful enough to change his destiny. He took it from the mantle, he took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from Elijah and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Give me the next slide. Then he took the mantle supposing he didn't have the mantle that had fallen why is the bible reminding us that had fallen not given by elijah that had fallen from elijah and struck the water and said where is the lord god of elijah and when he also had struck the water it was divided this way and that and elisha crossed over the power of the reward is you cross over from where you used to struggle to where you're going to be celebrated. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Now my next stanza said, my next verse says, and when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho, they saw him. Capital H. somebody when they saw him he was not the person that he used to be when they saw him they said the spirit of Elijah rests on Elijah and without anybody telling them the people that wanted to laugh at you the people that had bought newspaper page to announce because gist is about bad news Rumors, terrible, ugly things. Gossip, madness. And they came to meet him. He did not invite them. And bowed to the ground before him. This is the word of the Lord. John 12 verse 26b the message Bible says the father will honor and reward anyone who serves me hmm. let me say that again this is Jesus said in fact let me read from the beginning if any of you wants to serve me follow me then you will be where I am you will not leave ready to serve at a moment's notice you will make yourself available you will not say you are not reachable at a moment's notice the father will honor and reward anyone not just honor and reward anyone who serves me so when he comes to man man can fail you in the day that you're supposed to be honored the shenanigans and the character flaws of human beings may show 
That's why in your quest for reward, you don't look at a man. You look at God. He says, you did this because of me. Jesus said, anybody that left this and left that, he did it because of me. It was not because of Elijah. It was because of the God of Elijah. And it's the God of Elijah that will institute and insist on and enforce reward. The Father will honor and reward anyone who serves me. And this case has been proven in the light of Elijah, in the life of Elijah. I want to close with some questions. Was Elijah due for plentiful rewards from God? I'll say that again. Was Elijah due for plentiful rewards from God? So if so, what then was going on before the mantle was blown down from Elijah? What was going on? Contention. God says, I will contend with those that contend with you. And so I will deliver your children. Now could this happen to us? If these things are happening to us, what should we do? We're surrounded by a host of witnesses wanting to see how the matter will end in disgrace. And trust me, Elisha's matter was very, very, very close to disgrace. Had the Lord not blown the mantle that should have been suctioned up by a whirlwind, blown it down, what will have happened? What do you think the, the sons of prophets will have said? Only yeah, yeah. Look at you. You are even naked now. Will they come and bow to him? There are things in life that will not bow. There are people that will not bow. There are institutions that will not bow. There are needs that will not bow until God blesses you. And that's why you must serve God. Never put God behind any man. Never put God behind any job or any business you're doing. Because when it's time for your reward, the people you thought may start playing games like Elijah. He was a good man. He was a holy man. This part of his ministry, I don't understand. When I get to heaven, I'm going to ask. But no matter what happens, if it is the living God you're serving, and you learn how to contend for your reward, when Elisha cried, my father, my father. Maybe the first my father was the father that disappointed him. Maybe the next my father is the one that will not disappoint. This Wednesday, I am battle ready. The cry that will make God suspend the law of nature so that what Mr. James is due to you in your industry by now will be deposited in your household in the name of Jesus. I want you to stand to your feet. I want to read one more scripture to you. John 17 verses 4 to 5. John 17 verses 4 to 5 we pray. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a zone now that I don't see anybody. Whether you think you bow or not, when I make contact with my reward, 50 sons of prophet, 50 of them, they don't reach one. You see, all the argument and talk is because you have not received your reward. I want to show you that the precedent for demanding your reward was laid by the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to show you that it was the Lord that instituted demand for reward. I read. He said to the Father, I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished what? The work which you have given to me to do. And now, oh Father, glorify me together with yourself. With the glory which I had with you before the world was. And now, he didn't say later, and now, oh Father, glorify me. This, I have finished the work. It's time for reward. Jesus spoke to his father like that. Sets the precedence for the one who understands labor and reward. But knows that between the time God allocates reward or the space where God allocates reward and you are there, a lot of shenanigans can happen. The thief coming to steal, to kill, to destroy. 
Elijah is playing games and asking questions when he knows how to throw the mantle when there's work to do. How come you don't know how to throw the mantle when it's time for me to be rewarded? Can you lift up your hand to God and say, Lord, I've heard you. By the leading of the Holy Spirit, Father, I am ready for my rewards. Let anything that was delaying, diverting, burying, all kinds of things, tampering with my reward, that makes people look at me and say, you don't know that it's going to be over. You don't know this, you don't know that. All that talk, let it be answered by the manifestation of my reward. I place the demand on the faithfulness of God, the God who is a rewarder. So if the reward is not here, it's not because Elijah was supposed to take the mantle away. There is no need for mantle in heaven. It is only relevant on earth. Whatever is due to me by reward, Father, let it fall upon my Lord. Let it land in my life. Let me be able to embrace it. Let me be able to have it. It doesn't matter how long I have waited for it. Joy, peace, happiness, fulfillment, blessings, abundance, healing, deliverance. Let it fall unto me. Father, we thank you that you are so generous to us the way you deal with us in this church. May this season not be wasted in my life or in the life of anybody listening to me. Let it be the, the season where we harvest uh, uh, all our rewards, when we embrace what was ours in the name of the Lord Jesus. As Elisha harvested his own mantle and went on to do double what Elijah had done. Not because Elijah gave it to him. Whether they give it to us, we will possess our possession. On Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance from thieves and, 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 and sorcerers. We will possess our possession of our rewards in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Can I hear your amen like thunder? If you have been blessed this morning, help me celebrate the Lord. If you know that you are due for plentiful reward, clap your hands and give God praise. For a moment, I catch a glimpse of you, of how you would be when your reward has landed. And it's a beautiful sight. It's a rich sight. Come on, it's a powerful person I'm seeing. If you're that person, shout hallelujah. You may be seated, my time is gone. In fact, I've taken too much time, but I'm laboring over you. I want to see you come into your reward. All those that laughed at you, they will come and bow down to you. What kind of amen is this? People are laughing. They will come and bow. Glory to God. 